who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown, let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm here with Dale Driver. Hello, Simon. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm all right, you know, as good as you can be. I'm also here uh, with an old friend. Hiya. It's me, <laughs> Gav. Gav. Murphy. Gav is here. <laughs> I had a text from Cardi this morning. It's like, Gav, ratings are rock bottom since you've left. <laughs> we, we, need, we need the big boy back. Rory's busy, yep. so yeah. can, 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 can we, can we get done it. one? Yeah. Kroops is, okay. Kroops is there. He's, he's for the mums. He's for the mums. He's like the, the mother's favourite. But we need, we've lost a big grot audience, so we need, yeah. we need, we need we, that we back. We need our rage back. Um, yeah, before we get to that, uh, <laughs> of course, there's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world, and... We're still doing our podcast. We're still going to have an hour of us being silly, but just want to say first, you know, look after yourself. Take this time to educate yourself. Donate if you can, because black lives do matter. And if you disagree with that, then just turn off this podcast, please. So, yeah, that's what I have to say. I hope you two agree, because if you don't, mm-hmm. then <laughs> Imagine I don't you want didn't. you on here, frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it is. A, it is a. It's been a tough week, I guess, for quite a lot of people. Like we put out a thing on our KG thing um, on mm. our Patreon, which you know, not. I, I've been saying there's so much in the last year. Like, hopefully, it goes without saying, but actually, it's not enough to go exactly, without saying yeah, anymore. Yeah. You've actually got to start fucking saying stuff. And with the reaction that we've had after we put our post out from a lot of our black community, they were just like, "Yeah, obviously, they didn't know that this is how we felt." Because you would like to think that lots of people aren't fucking racist, but r- these days, unfortunately, you actually got to say it and yeah. do actions about it. It's not enough to just say it as well. So, like, it's been a really, really yeah. tough week, but also a really sort of interesting week in the sense of like it's opened up quite a lot of people's eyes and hopefully things are not going to be the same now definitely which would be fantastic you can hope yeah 
we can hope. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, if you have donated, thank you. Uh, I'm sure we will have and will continue to. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're going to talk about The Last of Us Part 2. Me and Dale have both now finished the game. We can't talk about what we think about the game no. until next Friday. We wouldn't, so any- we wouldn't anyway. We want people to play it first as well. No, but next Friday we'll give our impressions. We yeah. won't obviously do any spoilers whatsoever. No. So you, you can steer clear of that. I know Gav doesn't want us to spoil anything, so I'll we won't go, be doing any of that. I'll go fucking ape shit. Because <laughs> like, Dale's just saying, like, oh, did you watch any of the state? I don't watch anything. Now that I don't have to, I go in as dry mm-hmm. as possible. I don't fucking watch trailers. I don't watch behind the scenes shite. I, because also, I've realised, you don't need any of that shit. You don't no, need you fucking... Don't. Nah. You don't need 14 different previews. Sorry, this is obviously how I was be like, you don't need 14 different previews for a game no. before it comes out. Saying that, like, this week I did write a preview. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to read or watch that on IGN. Some people need I'd it, guys. Some, right, some people need it. Some, no, some I, I, I completely understand. Like, you know, some people only buy, like one game a year and you know they have to decide yeah, whether or not yeah. that's the game for them me personally I've made up my mind it's got loads of money can afford uh, all the games <laughs> well, like, me personally like, I've, I've made up my mind that I'm going to be playing Last of Us 2 I don't need yeah like, exactly game, yeah. Um, what we're saying is you may only need one preview and if you do it's mine uh, <laughs> so basically there's, yeah, that's also completely spoiler free it just talks about combat It's if you did watch the state of play it focuses on area of the game we can talk about is about an hour to two hours long it includes the area in the state of play and a bit beforehand which was the like park encounter from the like e3 2018 Mm. is it 2018 it was wasn't it uh gameplay reveal that they did so yeah read of that and you can see my impressions on combat we're gonna very briefly talk about it here no spoilers and just say basically how much better a combat experience it is than the first game because I think although I think the first game is an absolute masterpiece if there is one knock people have is that the gameplay is maybe slightly uninspired and mm. a bit samey I personally think it serves the story very well and I have no issues with it but they've definitely just upped the ante in this one and it just it feels so like every action still feels so hefty and it mm. is so violent it is maybe like the most violent game yeah. I've ever played, but without being at all gratuitous. Like it's a it's a corny word for you know journalists and what I use, but visceral is the if this is the ultimate game to use the word visceral. <laughs> like it's a corny word, but grot, <laughs> unadulterated grot. But but the um, I think the you know the elevation in tech has really like lent into grot and vis- and the visceral nature of it all, <laughs> like how you feel like every single mm. like attack that you do is it's it, like you said so weighty and so physical yeah and they've taken they've like, kind of, yeah on. they've kind of changed up how enemy encounters work as well so in the first game they kind of were a bit repetitive but each fight in this just feels so dynamic mm-hmm. whether it's the enemy faction you're fighting the area there's a lot more verticality yeah, yeah. a lot more just weapons and crafting your disposal and so i think me and dale talked about this like especially in this section the human enemies are they're so much more intelligent they yeah. will just find you like you can, you can hide but only for so long yeah because you have to keep moving and although and they don't miss many shots either they are very <laughs> accurate so <Yeah. laughs> stay in cover um and the infected while i think in this game they're 
scarier your encounters with them, they are easier to kill, mm. I think. I think that's mainly due to Ellie having her knife, which means you don't... You basically have an unlimited shiv, ah. so you don't have to form uh, form craft yeah. Yeah. shivs. I would say the um, the infected fights, they're, they're the parts that feel more familiar to the first game. Obviously, you've got mm-hmm. new abilities and whatnot, but the, it's the human encounter that really stepped up, and it's um, yeah. like... It feels far more real as well. Like I think I saw um, Neil Druckmann said, like every enemy AI has a name as well, and they will mm-hmm. like the, when they're in their groups, they will refer to each other as names as well. They'll acknowledge if their friend has been killed and stuff like that. And yeah. it just feels like you really feel like you're murdering people and, in that. And the dogs have names as well. Yes, which I don't want dogs. Is like I said in my preview, it's very unpleasant to have to kill the dogs, but mm. it will make your life a lot easier. Mm. So you have a choice to make there. Um, uh, yeah, I am. Um, so I hadn't played the DLC for the first game mm. um, at mm. all because, like, I came quite late to the first Last of Us because I played the first two hours when it first came out. But didn't click. Didn't click with it at all. And then clicker with it. Please. And then oh, come on. <laughs> and then uh, they've got you writing now. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> like, that's a strap line, isn't it? <laughs> um, I actually went with bloody L. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Um, but yeah, so, and I didn't click with it at all. And then I went back months later. Um, didn't have anything sport for me, but I went back months later when I, I was really ill. I had food poisoning. Uh, and I just played it in like two sittings. <laughs> so go to the like, game about infection. <laughs> and I was like, this game's fucking brilliant. I love yeah. it. And then fell in love with it. And like, rightly so. And then replayed it. And then, but I'd never done the DLC. So I did it on a live stream. Uh, on the RKG channel. And one thing that I really liked in the second, in the DLC, which I never had seen in the actual full game was when you're fighting, I feel like it didn't come up in the, in the, in the full game, but when you're fighting, you're just about to go into an area with this humans and then you can mm. see some clickers. You can almost like set the clickers, mm. set the infected onto yes. the people. And I, like that was my favorite bit of the DLC because I was like, yeah, this mm-hmm. should be happening all the time. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that happens. Well, yeah, in the preview section, it doesn't happen. So I can't say if it does mm. or not, but definitely oh. in the state of play, they tease that that is okay. maybe an occurrence. That's yeah. cool. I like I, that. Yeah. I also love uh, everything. Ha- like we're talking about the weight of it like even things mm. like i find there's a lot of glass smashing that goes on in mm. the last of us too and it's like just you know to make your way into buildings or to pop open vendor machines and stuff like that it's like the most satisfying sounding and oh, feeling glass like, every time i feel yeah. like i'm actually doing it as well and yeah. there's also um there's the like the first game there's the workbenches for upgrading your weapons as well yeah like, as someone who has some sort of an engineering background, the way they, like, upgrade their weapons now is oh, so, so satisfying. satisfying. Just watch them actually yeah. build these devices together. Yeah. I, th- I think, like, that was the first time that I played the first game. The thing that didn't click with me was the crafting stuff because mm. it was at a time where it felt like every single game had to have some sort of crafting mode in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it didn't click with me because I find... Because in a game that is meant to be based in reality and like gets a lot of its emotional stuff from the fact that the game is so realistic and the character is so realistic, mm. picking up a pair of scissors and having to wait until you can find some tape before you can use that as a shiv, I was like, that is 100% bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, just use the scissors as a shiv. And I know that's You've a got- really, really small thing, mm. but... 
I don't yeah, know. you've got a lot more options this time around. One of the the thing I probably use the most is one of the new additions, which is you can craft silencers yeah. for your pistols, Ooh. which help you out big time. So I think yeah. you need a canister and can't really need a canister and a rag. Rag, yeah, yeah, one. that makes sense. And, yeah, <laughs> I would use say that for your pistol. One yeah. one last thing about the like general combat loop is the mm-hmm. the environments, like you said before, there's so much more verticality, but there's so much yeah. more. Like every building has like cracks in the wall that you can sneak through. Like it's mm. truly your playground to sort of make this stealth interaction happen the exact way you want it to happen. Yeah. And with the AI, the fact that AI is so much smarter now, you have to be flexible and you have to be constantly moving and changing locations. You can't just camp in one corner because they'll all, yeah. they'll surround you from the corner. It's they've definitely taken a few cues from other games, I think, yeah. when looking at combat. So I feel like there's a lot of, Especially in one encounter in the previous section, you take on the stalkers, which are mm. the... They're not new infected, but they only very briefly turned up in the first game. Mm. And they're horrible, they're silent, <laughs> you can't see them in listening mode. And that there's one section in this previous mode that feels very much like it's straight from a resi game. Or so, it yeah. feels like a little bit of survival horror for like a building. And then... They've also in this like we were talking about the stealth sections. It does feel a bit Metal Geary at times when mm. you're crawling through the grass and just they're like <laughs> there's no big exclamation marks, but people go like "Who's that?" And then yeah. like, when I first saw there was a prone mode like you know Rainbow Six or, or, or Metal Gear Five, I suppose mm. I thought this is I'm probably never going to really use this, but you like it is so useful for even just like you know in a situation when you're in these worlds and you see these vehicles and you think oh i could probably get underneath that but you normally can't when this one you mm. can mm-hmm. and you can like while you're under there it's you can do everything you could do standing as well like it, yeah the, st- the stealth ideas are fantastic it's like some of my favorite parts of the game i think yeah it's great uh, the combat mm. yeah i can't fantastic. wait man like i'm yeah. gonna be playing the 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 same weekend as everyone else as soon as it comes out Croops and I mm-hmm. are taking the entire weekend pretty much to do it although he has a live stream on Sunday evening um, oh no so I'm but to be fair I think he'll probably be done Saturday night I reckon if he's because if Ooh. the plan goes ahead so yeah it should be we'll pretty see. good we shall see uh, mm. next week we'll have our full impressions which will also be spoiler free because we are not annoying people <laughs> uh, <laughs> so We'll move on to, because there's not a lot of other games news this week. There was meant to be, of course, the PS5 reveal, but that mm-hmm. was, of course, rightly moved. Uh, we don't know when. They'll probably announce that as soon as we publish this, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just move on to what we've been doing, apart from The Last of Us Part 2, which, uh, well, of course, Gav, you've not been playing that. What have you been doing? I, like, man, I've out of everything that I think, and I think lots of people have been making some really good stuff in lockdown, um, mm. I think for me, nothing that I've discovered has been better than Zaffa cakes. <laughs> I have seen a few of these clips and I am into it. I haven't watched a full yeah. stream yet. So Dale, do you know what it is at no, all? Let, let me, no let me just explain what it is anyway, but okay. it's a, it's a stand up comedian. Um, who I, I'd never heard of before for this. Like, it's not having a go at him or anything like that. Like, there's a lot of stand com- stand-up comedians in Britain. <laughs> um, but there's a, there's a, he's a British stand-up comedian who's done some YouTube stuff. Um, but in the, like, the first or second week of lockdown, he started doing this thing, which is he, on Twitch, he started a channel where he live streams him as a manager watching 
uh, Pez games, old Pez games. <laughs> right. So I think it's, it's very Pez, much our vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, th- I think it's Pez five or six that he's got. That he's yeah, it using. looks like five to yeah. me. Well, it's got yeah, it's got Peter Brackley on the comms. So I think, and he did a couple of those. So I I think mm. it's one of those. Wait, um, are they just people's gameplay that they put up on YouTube? Or no, 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 no. His his own. His his own. Oh, so, he, okay. so it's it's him doing it. But instead of actually playing the matches, he does the simulation. But it's the mode where it's basically like it's a, like pound shop football manager because there is like you've got to bring in players and mm. like they mm-hmm. uh, stuff happens like the the week that i got into it one of his players got sent back to his home country to do national service because it was a war <laughs> what <laughs> that's the clip i saw and that, and that, and that could happen and then he comes back um but it's it's basically this guy and he plays it kind of straight as if he is the actual real manager um <laughs> And the the idea is that the Twitch chat is his backroom staff. Okay. Um, so everyone's kind of like weighing in on what players he should bid for and things like that. And then obviously the games happen and he's doing quite well. And he, I, I've seen him in two uh, cup finals. Um, and the other night was a second cup final and, uh, and they won. I assume he suits up for it then. Well, he suits up for every single match. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) He is the manager, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He he suits up for every single match. But also, as well, like, it it sounds possibly a bit boring, but the thing that I think elevates it to that next level is it's not just a man sitting there watching Pez footage and kind of like messing around. What he also does, because he's on a green screen, he does, uh, he does post game press conferences. Fucking hell. He does team talks in the uh, in the changing rooms with them, and obviously he's just changing the background, so these like crap yeah. background. But he's doing it all live. He's doing it all on the fly. That's amazing. Um, nice. So it looks shonky as hell. Like he has an office where he calls players in um, to like meet with him and stuff like that. And he's in this like little. He's, he's small in this big chair. Wait, hang um, on. So is he playing both parts, or is he? Is he just the manager always? He's the manager, but he also does the voices for all oh, the players. Right, okay. But what he's done is he's used like the really, cause the graphics on the game aren't very good, but he's like photoshopped around these crap images of these <laughs> players and he just brings them in and they look like freaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like he has arguments with them. Like he, there was a really good storyline where, uh, <laughs> sounds amazing. What so, <laughs> of like his real dream team. Yeah. One of, one of his strikers have been tweeting about him, calling him a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> then uh, there was a big storyline where um, a new player that had come in lots of the other players were making fun of his hat um, and there was uh, a bit of this like shenanigans going on he got into a fight with one of the players but now they're best friends <laughs> like it's like it's elements of like dream team wrestling that's <laughs> like, yeah, good the bits I've seen I've liked because mainly the guy who does it he yeah constantly looks like he's on the verge of tears <laughs> like either sadness or jo- like he constantly looks like he's on the edge it's like the visual something. version of your voice caddy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well, joy a- and sadness well that's the thing as well it's like because he-, he plays it completely straight and all the results are real so you get the cool thing where like the other night when I was going to say we because that's how into it I am but when we <laughs> when we scored the winner I stood up in my room. I was like, oh, fuck it, we won! Because <laughs> all the results are real. You don't know how it's going to go, so... Wait, what, you know. what's the team he plays at? Is it a made-up oh. team, or...? It's a made-up team called Pez United, yeah. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, they've got a sponsor. They're sponsored by Pepsi. 
um and that's pepsi p-e-double-p-s-y yeah, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's also flirting with um a bonjella sponsor as well but that, that's not official yet um but like <laughs> just all this wild shit happens on the chat like the pepsi that everyone drinks is hot pepsi so everyone gets like a cup of hot pepsi before the match and what? Stuff like that. <laughs> does he do uh, tran- uh transfer deadline day yeah do like transfers that. he does lots of transfers um I like should've. I should have done this a full manager months ago. <laughs> but honestly, it's like the, the streams are only like two hours long. I, I, like, I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of Twitch because I feel like the language that Twitch streamers use and like fucking mm-hmm. bits and all this shit that goes on. There's like almost like a meta game to Twitch that, yeah. I, that I don't get. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas he does do a little tiny bit of that, but it never takes away from the actual it's mainly stream. Comedies. It's more like Limmy style isn't it it's yeah like, but, but it's also like it, it, it's someone the thing that I really like about it is it's someone doing something different with live stream mm-hmm. it's not just him playing a video game for two hours you know like he's actually yeah. doing something with it and it's only two hours it's Monday Wednesdays and Fridays but it's it's really fucking. I mean, it like, sounds like performance art, to be honest. So. Yeah, it, it is kind of a bit like that. But also, he's put them all up on YouTube now, which oh, is a good. Sweet. If you want, you can go back through. They're only two hours each, but he also puts a lot of clips up as well. But yeah, I'm I'm banging into it. Out of everything I've watched, lockdown uh, style. Like, what's it that's called amazing. again? How do you spell it? Zaffa cake. Z a f a r cakes. C a k e s. Zaffa cakes. Yeah. I will. Cheat. Like I said, I've seen clips, but. I'm yet to watch a full one, so yeah. maybe I'll do that. I think what you could do is if you go back, like, I think a good, because there's a lot of them now is the only thing, because he's been doing them for a while. So what I would maybe suggest is if you go back on his YouTube, like, three or four episodes, because then you'll get, like, the cup run. Um, so you can kind of, <laughs> you get a feeling for how the episodes go. But yeah. he's also started getting in, because he is a known stand-up comedian in the community, he started get, he's getting some stand-ups in to do, like, like the, the rich owner is Josie Long. Um, so you like interview <laughs> Josie Long and stuff like that. Like it, it's really worth having a look at because it's fucking wild. So he's got some that he's, I'm looking at his YouTube channel. He's broken out mm. to smaller clips as well. So yeah, yeah, the clips are hilarious. Like yeah. the one that got me was when one of the players got sent back to his home country to do national service and then he came back and there was like a storyline that he had like shell shock because <laughs> <laughs> the player was playing terribly um i like it it's it, very much my cup of tea yeah i think you, i think it was like i mean stupid like comedy I'm, I'm talking to men who were involved in a podcast about football manager so hopefully <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to the target audience yeah yeah. yeah um oh, well, God. good stuff check what it else out boys. been up to me yeah you want me to do straight away my thing as well yeah we take person by person someone doesn't listen anymore shows (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't well if i'd be listening i'd be listening through tears i can't believe they didn't retire this whole thing when i left to be fair like (laughs) you wait till we get onto the quiz section in in my mind they shut it all down like i was was surprised ign's still going uh, <laughs> uh, I've all yeah I've I've put it here just because Dill you and I have been talking about it a little bit over text because hmm. um, I'm I'm a big fan fancy seven fan but I just I can't get through it I just can't really? get through it at all See, and I I was never a Final Fantasy seven fan but I absolutely loved this game yeah I I've I've given <laughs> a little, I've given a little break so I can go back to it maybe because I was just finding it a massive slog. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah because I thought I'd talk about because I know you guys are playing it so I, th- I, I could kind of tell you where I am and then you can tell me if I've got anything good coming up but I just I don't know what it was I think 
you know the, the opening three hours i feel like just getting to spend time with these characters that i loved as a kid mm-hmm. was enough and hearing like like man i was getting so excited just hearing like little tiny motifs of music yeah. like hearing the full things because in my mind that's what it sounded like when i was fucking 13 years old exactly, you know what I mean? yeah. like it sounded mm-hmm. that good but actually hearing an orchestra do it um it's really really strange but i don't know after after that if I'm, I'm not in a battle <laughs> yeah that's what i was just gonna say the thing that kept me so i had very similar opinions to you like i thought i loved a, a lot of it but i thought there's quite huge sections that uh just drawn out and a slog and they don't need to be that long and um the thing that constantly kept me going like really enjoying the game was the battle system like i really enjoyed the combat yeah the combat is the best but i do think there's long sections that just don't need to be in that game at all i agree the middle of the game is bloated i would say it's worth getting to the end just because some of the combat sections in the last few hours of the game are amazing yeah the combat sections are yeah i don't know if i'd say the rest (laughs) of the end game is good but yeah well so i've um i'm actually gonna live stream myself finishing it (laughs) because (laughs) i needed to put a date on it i need to have this game out of my life man um so yeah on the 14th i'm gonna do the last two chapters live so i need you promoing are you promoing live (laughs) it's all right um, but yeah, like, I'm going to do the last two chapters live because I need to put a, a date on it so I can just get it out of my yeah. life now. Mate, um, you don't want to do all the post-game stuff. You don't want to go back. Well, this is the thing. I'm, I'm basically going through all... I'm doing every single one of the like little missions. I think that's maybe what slowed me down. Yeah. When you get to like where Aerith lives and then you're doing all those little kid missions. Yeah. Mm, I can't wow. believe I can't believe Those that's are the in only a game ones I didn't now. do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you fight against the Toad King, I, I was doing all that, and I was like, I can't believe this is in a game made for adults. This mm. is insane. <laughs> How many hours have you put into it then? I think I'm on like 25. Something. Oh, like okay. That. All right. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, I did a good chunk of it, but there was loads of stuff I missed, and I think yeah. I did it in like 30 hours ish. Oh, okay. Um, but then I've been doing I, every single thing before I moved. Yeah, on. I did go back and I probably put in another twenty hours easy on, oh, on nice. side quests. And but I was also doing stuff for work. I was doing lots of mm-hmm. uh, features and things to work with it. Yeah. So I was going back to do a lot of that. And then there's um, there's really hard boss battles in that you get on hard mode as well that I went back to try Ooh. out as well. Uh, but it sounds like you know maybe you're not going to do that. <laughs> sounds like just get to the end yeah, and then you you done with the story, mate. Get on. Yeah, with it. I, I I think that's the only thing as well is like I kind of not feel and anytime I just not feeling the characters and mm. the way they talk to each other and interact and stuff like that like it feels like a lot of the interactions kind of just go nowhere yeah um, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the time a character will run off and I'll be like I'd rather go with that person than be cloud yeah um, but it is wild because like th- I, I've I think in my head, I was like, "Oh, maybe they'll do some really cool shit." Because what, what's the name of the the little dweeby fella that you get your summoning materia from? Oh, oh Chadley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Chadley. When I first saw him, I was like, because I played that game uh, quite a bit before yeah. it came out, I was like, "People are gonna go apeshit for this little freak kid." And then yeah. when it came out, no one gave a fuck, and I was like, "Maybe I'm the weird one." He was <laughs> just a little. He was just a little weirdo. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I thought he was a little weirdo until. He start like his sections became my favorite sections of the game where you have to fight the cool summons and I was yeah. like, This is wicked. Yeah. Like this is good. genuinely good. Did you go and speak yeah. to him when you had um your dress on and Cloud was in his dress? Oh no I didn't. He gets a boner, mate. Oh he gets a boner. He doesn't <laughs> say boner, but he says, Oh, what is this new <laughs> sensation I'm experiencing? <laughs> Thing is, I, I there's so much of it that I genuinely the love. God. There's so much that I genuinely love. 
including a little kid get i mean he's not a little kid he is of age because he's by himself um but is that, is that what because he's by himself he's of age well cause, I'm, I'm just not, cause he's he, wearing he, little he school like, shorts mate he's running a business vr <laughs> <laughs> business on the street he's, a, he's, he's an entrepreneur like, um, but uh yeah, I thought because he's running a business, he must be all it. But also, um, I, I do generally like just the, the silliness of it now and again. Mm, like, yeah. Clara came in at one point, and this isn't a spoiler, but Clara came in, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I've got I've got to fight this haunted house so, yeah. I, can get, <laughs> so I can get a million pounds to buy my mate a nice dress. Yeah, it is. I mean, Wall Market is my favourite section because that's when I like Final Fantasy VII, when it's yeah. being like, super wacky and just yeah, yeah, yeah. weird but um yeah some of the serious more serious stuff i don't think resonates with me as much as it did when no. i was a kid and um, i i think like that's the thing because i even as a kid i played final fantasy 7 and it was it was during that like amazing ps1 yeah. era where like i think as a kid like they'll you and i like similar ages like mm. you're getting exposed to games like that for the very first time whereas now like that is what games is do you know what i mean yeah, the, the, yeah. like games aren't fucking platformers they're not you know fighting games and that's it whereas it's like you know metal gear solid the first time you play that final fantasy 7 for me like you, you you're getting exposed to this new way of thinking about video yeah. games and i think that is incredible but i think now i think now i just was expecting a bit much but even after then I'd never, I tried a couple of JRPGs, but none of them clicked with me in the same yeah. way. Like, I played all the rest of the new Final Fantasies up until, um, after, I didn't play any more after 10. Um, because I was just like, maybe JRPGs just aren't for me, really. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, mm. and I think like some elements of this, like I did tweet about how I thought the dialogue and the acting was crap in Final Fantasy yeah. 7. And loads of people were just like, yeah, that's what JRPG, like I, <laughs> I, I applaud them for keeping the, uh, the wackiness of the, of the, the crappiness of a JRPG. And I was like, just cause it's normal doesn't mean that it's, it's a not good thing fucking Garth Merengue. It's not designed to be yeah. shit on purpose. Like they, they're trying to do the best. They, they were trying to make it good and they're just not very good at it but i i, tw- I tweeted that that tweet that i put i put a, a, cl- a video clip which is when you're in iris's house and mm. her mum is talking and i was like her mum acts and sounds like the mum in the room <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I, was, I kept expecting to be like i, I just come back from the doctor <laughs> i've got a clip got saved the results <laughs> i definitely have mecco poison <laughs> i've got a clip saved on my playstation that i haven't published of when um you could just go up to her mum at one point and press triangle and she just goes Hmm, hmm, hmm. and i've just like spammed it for a minute long <laughs> it's ridiculous good oh gab you <laughs> need to finish but, it by the way because i want to know what you think of the ending yeah well so. that's the things like everybody that i know who's in fan fans be like can you please finish this so we can talk about the ending so i will do that yeah. um i will have finished in next sunday so there we go cool. brilliant there we go finish it for the last of us there you go okay has to be done uh after playing The Last of Us, I jumped back into Uncharted 4 because, A, I love that game mm. very, very much. And but I just needed something a bit lighter. Uh, so that is exactly what Uncharted is. So he and killed 300 how. people. <laughs> I know, he, he kills so many people, Drake. It's unbelievable. But um, I'm a few hours in. I'm like, I don't know, like a quarter of the way into Uncharted 4. Mm. I love that game so much i love all the uncharted games to be fair i did love that game but my over like my long lasting memory of that game is that it's a bit too long 
And mm. then I can remember the, the boss battle at the end. That's on like the pirate ship with the mm. swords and stuff. But yeah, like it's sort of what, like I remember the first three so vividly compared to the fourth one, which kind of yeah. just sort of. The fourth is my favorite. I think mainly because it's the most, I think it tells the best story by far and the twists and mm. it's the most yeah. emotionally charged. I don't remember it. I do. That's the thing. I, I do so want to go back and play them because I'm trying to get Clara to play them because Clara's never played them. But oh, that'd be great. It's, it's really hard because. I think you, I do, as much as I really like the first one at the time, yeah. I think that yeah. is the one that's on the cusp of being. It's crap. not that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that great. Like, it does some good. Maybe some you're fighting good fucking character. zombies at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it establishes who everyone is. But I think you could at this point start with two mm, and yeah. know what's going on. I think like, so. but like four has some really good moments. I think I've, for me, the moment where um, your lady turns up. With a, is it Elena? Mm, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Elena turns up to like save the day because I think what they do to her character is a little bit crap. Um, really? They kind of have. Oh, her as, I, think I think having a lady who, as a nag in yeah. anything who has previously shown that she's an absolute badass mm-hmm. is crap. I just don't like that at all. Yeah. But saying I, that, I think they show it as more. From my view, it's always they're showing Drake as being a bad person rather yeah, than yeah. being a nag. If you know what I mean. But, yeah. yeah. Um. I th- I think. But that bit where she turns up and they're kind of like driving the jeep through the jungle and it's mm. really awkward between the two of them. You're not sure what's going to happen. And yeah. it's it's the point you know, where he realizes, actually, no, I really do need to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. That entire section, I was like, oh, my God, this feels so, re- like really grown up for a video game. And I, at the time, like I was a bit gutted there wasn't any big deaths or anything like that because I kind of felt like if there was it would kind of elevate that game a little bit but actually what they do in that little section is fucking mm. ridiculously and growing right up end, which I won't spoil yeah. for anyone at the end but yeah. I think that's just incredible and the one on looking playing it again the mm. thing I do love about it is there's whole long sections that don't have any combat and it is just puzzle solving and doing mm. the Indiana Jones thing and oh, those yeah. are the bits I like most about Uncharted is where you just feel like Indiana Jones solving ridiculous <laughs> puzzles that would never exist ever yeah. but yeah. you know that's did you sort of did you play Lost Legacy? Did you like that? I did really like it. That's yeah. probably my so second. I think, I've only ever played that one once. So yeah, yeah. That's, back. that's the thing. I've never played it. So Dale, I've still got the copy that you gave to me. So I think it came in. <laughs> Fuck, you, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> you you played it in like I think you've obviously finished it in the wild way that you finished. But Lost Legacy, mate. Lost Legacy is like six hours long. Come on. No, but it's you, much longer than that. It's like ten. Is it? Yeah, I remember like it being four, significantly right? shorter than Uncharted. Dale, you've got a knack, though. It I is, feel yeah, like but... you finish games just by looking at the fucking cover of them. Like, you I do absolutely... You devour games. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, but yeah, so I've still got your Lost Legs. I've never played it. And I've been wondering if I should go and play it. And I can't, I've seen lots of people it's say amazing. it's their favourite Uncharted, but I don't know if that's just them being like... Um, no, uh, it could be. Uh, the like, English Patient close. is my favourite film. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> Schindler's uh, List. I... <laughs> I do think it's very good. It takes a lot of what was great from Uncharted 4 and does streamline it. Yeah. yeah. It's like one, like the main area is basically just one big open area. You go in a lot of places between. And Nadine and Chloe are both very good. But you do, I just do love Nathan Drake as a character. So it loses a little bit for me. Yeah, you lose. It's still a great game. You lose in the great and stuff, aren't you? There's some great sequences near the end that are like, you know, everyone goes on about the train in Uncharted 2. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of similarities there, so it's definitely worth playing. Mm. I thought. Do you play as so? Who do you play as in Lost Legacy? You play as Chloe. 
Right, okay. Do you play as both, though? Do you play as Nadine as well? Uh, Nadine's definitely your companion remember. for the majority of it, but you might switch yeah. over. I, I, can, I have a hazy memory of that game, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, it's very, very good. Uh, so I've been playing that and enjoying it. And oh. I've also finally got in to Divinity Original Sin 2. Fucking uh, One Matt Herslow's <laughs> favourite game, I believe he would... Right. I, I believe it's his favourite game. I don't want to be wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, so six months ago I got it for it's about six months ago when it came to Switch I played the first hour and I was like I'm into this and then things happened and I couldn't carry on because it's what a hundred hour RPG Jesus. so yeah. I fell off it and this week I messaged Matt I was like I want to get into this game should we co-op it for a bit so I've been I'm now about 17 hours in mm. so I've, I'm now fully into it and I can see why people love this game i've been co-oping it mainly with matt but doing bits by myself it's got those bits of it's just got solid i'm not amazed by the combat it does a really good job though i like it i enjoy it but it's also got the bits i love so much of games like disco elysium where you can just talk your way through and out of a lot of situations yeah and i've never actually ever played a game of dungeons and dragons but i can see from this what people get out of that okay it's just the character and the world building and making your own way through this world and basically creating your own story as you go so yeah so like that's, that's the yeah. thing it's like it, it i've seen it and i know lots of people that really like it it's so feels so far removed from what i enjoy doing in video games that mm-hmm. i i can tell you hand on my heart i'll never touch it but i do watch a let's play of it um so rock paper yeah. shotgun do a let's play um, mm-hmm. I think it's weekly. I'm so behind. I'm about they're 20 on like episodes, episodes what, like ninety of that, aren't they? Seventy five. I'm just looking <laughs> oh, at it now. So they've geez. been doing they've been doing a let's play for over a year of it. Um, it's a very laid back let's play, as I'm sure you can imagine, being fucking mm. seventy five episodes Jesus. long. Um, but like I've been watching that, and like I don't intently watch that let's play. I usually have it on in the background if I'm doing something because the two hosts are quite just funny together, and I just like them together. Um, mm. But I've been, I'm, I'm absolutely fine experiencing it that way. Um, yeah, I think you could. Uh, like a lot of people, I think enjoy watching games <clears throat> of Dungeons and Dragons as much as playing them. As far yeah. as I know, I don't want to speak for people who like Dungeons and Dragons, but that's what I've gathered. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, man, like uh, I, I texted Dale about this the other day, but Clara's been doing a thing recently because she's been working from home. But and Clara's been doing a thing where she watches like full gameplay <laughs> playthroughs of games. Mm. without any commentary or anything on them like a lot of people I, love that just watching those films crazy yeah. to me I, but. i've got i've gone in i was like you do know that your boyfriend has a business with, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is reliant on uh, people watching let's play she's yeah. like she was watching resi 7 recently i was like oh we did a resi 7 playthrough she's like i know i know i know what's out there like <laughs> but she just what because it's like it's because she plays video games it's all games that she'll never play like she loves horror but she gets too scared playing horror games right. so mm-hmm. she doesn't mind watching horror playthroughs but the other day she watched an entire playthrough of the newest far cry <laughs> I, that's and a I, bit odd wait new like, dawn 
No, what the f- the five? Like, five? Yeah, the five, the one with yeah. the cults and stuff. Yeah. She really likes cults, so she watched the entire <laughs> playthrough of that, and I was like, "That is pretty good." And to be fair, I watched the gameplay, and the guy was fucking incredible. Whoever he was, yeah. <laughs> it was just like a, a, a never a shot missed. It was like watching an E3 demo of someone playing the game. So I was like, like, "Yeah, I do kind of understand that." But that's like forty hours, and a lot of that is just the same sort of stuff over and over again. That's right, Dale. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think if you're going to watch that amount of time, you might as well play it and have fun with it. But you know, each to their well, own. I think that's the thing is like she doesn't have the time to play it. Because no, but it's the same it. amount of time to watch it. No, but if not you've if got they're it, very if good and they know it by heart. That's bad, but it's not the same amount of time, though, is it? Because she's can do something else while she watches it. Okay, so she's right, she's yeah. painting yeah. and she's drawing while she's watching Fair it. Whereas enough. if she was playing it, she'd be sitting there playing it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't watch those, but I will say very handy videos on YouTube if you need a small clip for a video and you can't yeah. capture it yourself. <laughs> well, that's the so, thing. I, yeah. I saw she was watching. I was like, uh, is that YouTube channel called MK Ice and Fire? She was like, yeah. I was like, I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, Dale. Yo. What, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing The Last of Us, but obviously I'm not talking about that. So <laughs> uh, a couple of television things to watch. Uh, so we spoke about Dave the other week, didn't we? You brought it up, mm, Caddy. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds interesting. I'm going to stick it on. Mm. And then like literally 24 hours later, I blasted through the entire season. I think Joe did a very similar thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Is a, that is a good show. And I feel like it's, it's going solid. under the radar slightly. Yeah. So yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about this now. So I saw, um, so powers does a podcast with a guy called Kit, uh, called this paranormal mm-hmm. life's fucking incredible podcast, but his partner Kit, tweeted about it so i was like okay i'm not watching anything at the moment i'll stick it on i need a good like i like fx's approach to half funny stuff where yeah. you know like what we do in the shadows atlanta like i like yep. that approach to it so i thought i'd watch it and i just i couldn't get i, I watched the first episode and i really didn't like it so, but then joe was like was, joe, yeah. joe was like text me about it going have you watched dave you will fucking love it mm. and I, was like, I couldn't get past the first episode he's like Watch it past episode three, which yeah. I never genuinely like when people talk about TV stuff. It's just like, the first episode should be the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but I am going to go back to it because now it's just like you guys, everybody's saying how good it is. Yeah, so I would I really say... Like it. Go on, Cody. Yeah, I put it with that caveat that mm. I do think if you don't get on with him as a character, you won't yeah. get on with the program. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I think they found I, their I really feet like as the show went. Like, it definitely mm. feels like the first four episodes, it's going for more sort of shock, elements of gross out comedy, uh, yeah. almost like Kirby enthusiasm situations where he gets himself into these predicaments. And then as the show sort of settles down, it just becomes more of a, of a character show where it's just more about the bond of these characters together and how yeah, they yeah. interact with each other. And then, you know, how like sort of narcissism can sort of like dominate the way they interact with each other as well and like mm. i think the last like two or three episodes are like phenomenal episodes oh, wow like, really, the last really episode good. is so especially the first yeah. i think it goes on for about eight minutes the start mm. i don't want to ruin what it is <laughs> but it goes on and on and on and it is <clears throat> incredible yeah. I, I, I think to be honest i think the the ninth episode was my favorite one but i also love the final one as well but yeah, they're yeah. like the the ninth one especially is like this there's truly like poetic moments in there as well okay, like it's yeah. really well and it still has elements of funny stuff as well but definitely yeah. in the first few episodes that you know like the opening scene is him and the doctors talking about how weird his dick is and stuff yeah. like that that's definitely what they were going for at first but then yeah. it feels like it sort of grows what, up a little bit during the season saying. it kind of the series starts as trying to be like a lonely lion pop star and morphs mm, into yeah. atlanta the more it goes yeah. on definitely yeah i'd so, say that's a very good way to yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out because like i 
really didn't like his girlfriend in the first episode. Okay. Oh, she's, um, I thought she's great. But then I also felt the same way about... I don't know if you guys have watched Love. I hate that show. Yeah, I, I did really like it, but I didn't like the last series of it yeah so i i felt the same way about the the roommate the australian roommate oh, God, in yes. love oh, yeah, like yeah. i really didn't like her and then by the end of the show i fucking loved her i thought she was really good because they did a little bit more with her so i'm really hoping that they do something good with her because do, i think yeah, that was ma- that was the main gripe i had with her mm. i didn't mm-hmm. like her but i did kind of yeah, like i did really like the sort of silly scheme in the first one where they're trying to get the rappers to notice him yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. and I was like I kind of like that I thought that was quite funny but yeah I've got I've got play through some Animal Crossing stuff after this um, so I I'll, I'll put I'll stick it on stick it on see how, yeah. see how yeah. I go still yeah. on iPlayer for a while I think yeah. so. um, I also watched the first episode of Snowpiercer an epic show have you guys yeah, put I've, that on yet? I have no interest I didn't even know this existed. What? Like, <laughs> I didn't know it exi- It was coming. I didn't even know, like, because I, I love the film, thought it was great. Yeah. Um, but so I didn't even know they were, they had made this. So I, I saw the trailer and then I was like, oh, that'll be cool when it comes out. It's fucking out. Yeah. Well, it's a week, it's a weekly release as well. Right? Ah, it's, it's not, okay. it's not just all dropped. So I think right. that maybe I've only watched the first episode, but I think that maybe on the third episode right now. Is um, it one of those things where it's like it's on a network in America, but I Netflix guess so. in the UK have got it? Yeah. I, I believe so, because otherwise, why would Netflix not just drop it all at once? I yeah, guess. yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I really want to see speak to someone else who's watched it as well, because I'm not sure mm. how I feel about it. Because um, if it, the, like the production levels are pretty good, but it right the first episode, a lot of it, the first half, it just feels like the film. I'm just yeah. watching the exact same thing again. And yes, they have like they've changed something. Like Chris Evans' character isn't there anymore they've changed up the main character and whatnot yeah. and jennifer colony colony's in it as the uh oh, forget what like you know the main antagonist woman the tilda swinton character. yes that's the one yeah uh, um yeah. and i think that there's elements there that intrigue him but then there's something really missing for me and so mm. that's why i haven't watched the second episode yet because i just i still haven't really decided what i think of it i'm intrigued to see how they stretch that into a series i only watched the film less than yeah. a year ago for the yeah. first time i thought it was okay i didn't didn't love it mm. I, there was something missing for me I don't know what it was uh, I think I was just going off the boon the boon hype yeah. and uh, nothing well, really well I think like the thing yeah. that I really liked about the, f- the the thing that I thought about the film and which is why I'm quite excited to watch the show is when I watch the film obviously we're coming into so people don't know basically I think the world is fucked yeah. and gone. And it's like everybody in the world lives on a train. Everyone is, is right? right. Everyone is left over, yeah. Yeah. So they all live on this train. So you end up having this community on a train that is ba- still based on like the really, really bad stuff that happens in the community. So there's still really like horrible class stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, the class stuff is very on the nose as well. Like yeah. it's the high class at the top of the train, the lowest class at the bottom of the train. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, but like, I remember when I watched the film, Obviously, in the film, then you're coming to it where everyone's going mad and yeah. there's like a big uprising and stuff. And I was like, okay, but I kind of the thing that I was really excited I was like, I want to see how this works day to day. So the TV which I'm show, hoping is a li- yeah, which I'm hoping is a little bit what happens so, in. So the TV show starts off in like pretty much an identical way, but right. what I'm hoping for is maybe even a lost star situation where during the show you see glimpses to the past yes. about that sort of stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's the best way of doing it. Like so. I don't, it's not too spoiled to say that the main character like has he had a job in the real world and they have a need for him so it's like yeah. they're developing you can see what the long term story is potentially going to be or where it's going to okay. go uh, but it right now it didn't feel like 
I suppose it's the first episode you've got to sort of establish the rules of the world, right? And the film does a great mm. job of establishing those rules at the start. And mm-hmm. I, you've got to assume people haven't seen the film before they watch this as well. So Yeah, I think that's obviously the thing. It's like, obviously, from looking at the trailer, it is going to follow the mm. exact same storyline as the film, where it's like, we've had enough. That's enough of it. And I'm not saying that I want don't want that to happen. And I yeah. don't think that it, I think that it should happen. But I kind of would have liked to have seen it. I think that's the same reason why I kind of, fell out of Westworld. Yeah. Because I enjoyed Westworld as, like, I, di- I didn't, uh, like, I hate what happened to those poor robots. But, like, <laughs> I enjoyed, like, it working. And I kind of would have liked more mystery set within the actual Westworld world yeah. rather than yeah. let's break out of this. And now they've broken out. And now I'm just like, oh, okay. This seems like Prison Break. After, yeah. they, get out, after they get out of prison, you're like, I'm, I don't need any more of this. Yeah. <laughs> Same for me with any any sort of Jurassic Park film. I think the best bits are always in the parks or the Yeah. Lines. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well, I'll watch Snowpiercer if people start raving about it, but I don't think I'm going to start. I am going to watch it for yeah. sure because I really love the film. Um, but yeah, if it does the things like, am I gonna be putting all this time into watching what is essentially a really long version of the thing that I liked? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I, I, I might, I might just wait for a few episodes and then one day just do a bunch in a row and then see how I feel about it again. Mm. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. Should we move on to a section we now have to do because Gav left? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Inside, it's a UK crew. Yeah, 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 and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it in the search? This week, I've got a quiz sent in from Mark Harrington. He says, Hi, fellas. After listening for a number of years, I thought it's time to stop being so lazy and contribute something. Good. So I'm sending in a suggestion for the endless search. Hopefully Cardi is picking the quiz this week, as he seems to be the only other human on the planet who enjoys the endless starch, the game where you change one letter in the name of a game or movie to give it a different meaning and provide a clue for what the new name is. Wasn't the general consensus that we liked this? I do think we like it, but maybe I'm... Maybe I offer more enthusiasm than you do. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I mean, every every moment of every day I think about that. (laughs) Was this the one that I played live? No. Uh, so I I oh so. no! I, I, I think Kojima's tweets, which uh, I think whoever came up with that is a fucking genius. Huh? Yeah, no, that's very good. No, game. good I, I can't remember how that one came about. So yeah, here are ten games. They're all video games okay. with one of the letter changed and a clue for those okay. titles. So okay. here we go. Number one: the star of Sophie's Choice and Mamma Mia gets into a scrap with Ryu. Or Ryu, however you want to say that. What? What? <laughs> oh, no idea. <laughs> what? Hang on. Star of Sophie's It's just one letter changed in the video game name. Oh, so Street Fighter. It is Street Fighter, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. One nil to Gav. Okay, I get this. But yeah. Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, sorry. Just let me note down these scores. I like this game because it's a game where you've got to have your mind, you've got to be in it. Uh, and, if you're thinking of, and if you're thinking about anything else, you're never going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, my, my yeah. mind's not in it at the moment. Mm. Uh, but you got it, you're one lap. Right, okay. number two. 
catapult a multitude of miffed Shakespeare's at some egg-stealing pigs. What? Oh, um... Catapult a multitude of miffed Shakespeare's at some egg-stealing pigs. Miffed? Miffed. Yeah. You say miffed as in, like, pissed off? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another word for that as well. (laughs) A film... Uh, if you've got the wrong game, though, you're on, fucked. On, That's on, the problem. I've, I've got the game, I think. Um, hang on. That's it. Hang on. Wait. What, what Angry was Bards. It is Angry Bards. <sighs> I, I had the right game as well. I just wasn't thinking. There we go. Yeah. 2-0 to Gav. Yeah, I'm going to be terrible at this. Number three. An intellectual Englishman and his young accomplice arrange a small town with their puzzle-solving exploits. Oh, Okay. Another game. This one's actually very specific. Can you read it again? Sorry. Yeah. An intellectual Englishman and his young accomplice enrage, enrage that's the key there, enrage yeah. a small town with their puzzle-solving exploits. If it's Professor a... Hayton? Oh, that's good, but it's not Professor what it is. <laughs> I'm worried that I said it's a subtitle that I don't yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's oh, one yeah. of the Professor Layton games. Yeah. I don't know the subtitles of those games. Professor Layton and... Fuck. Hang on. He's enraged a small town. Enraged, even, a small town. but I'm trying to think of... (laughs) I literally don't know any of the subtitles, so it's just I think I I know one, and it's got fucking village in it. Don't Um, Google. um, (laughs) um, The Furious Village, is it? It is Furious Village. (laughs) Gav gave me the hint there. It reminded me of it. (laughs) There we go. What's the actual type, though? Curious, Curious Village. Village. That's it. Professor Layton games are fucking amazing. Mm, they're how, so good. Like, how are we not getting any more then? Yeah, there's none, no new ones on Switch, as far as I know. They're all re-releases and stuff. Professor Layton remains the only um, Figma uh, figure that I've ever bought. <laughs> um, because you got a little uh, chair and a table and a little tea set. So I had it on my desk. He's just having a little cup of tea. It's fucking great. I love that. Yeah. I could play one of them right now, actually. Yeah. Right. Number four. Mm-hmm. Moranis, Astley, Flair, and Wakeman come together to play music using plastic using plastic instruments. Rick's band. It is Rick Band, yeah. Rick you can band. Have oh nice, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of like eighties <laughs> connections and stuff. I was like, what? <laughs> Moranis, <laughs> Astley, Flair, Wakeman. <laughs> <laughs> Three one together. That's very good, that one. A ground-dwelling invertebrate uses fruit-based preserves in an attempt to save Princess What's-Her-Face. Say it again. Oh, Earthworm Jam. It is Earthworm Jam. He's on it. He's on it. He's he's got his mind in it now. The quiz told you. If you get in it, you're in it. (laughs) (laughs) Four one together. Right. Number six. Alan Partridge's one-time friend attempts to survive on a spooky ship. I really like this one. Oh, um... Oh, fuck. On a spooky ship. Alan Partridge's one-time friend yeah. attempts to survive on a spooky ship. The Curse of Obra Dan. No, but that no, is... No, that, that works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you've, if it helps, you've got the right character. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, Man and Madan. It's... it's 
that is that is just the name of the game. So you have to <laughs> no, change man it. Of Dan, <laughs> it's da- no, <laughs> change it again. Uh, the Dan of Madan. Oh, yeah, right, it's yeah. Dan of Madan. <laughs> it is the man of Madan. It works. As well. I know, but you have to change the name. That is good. Yeah, there we go. Curse of Old Madan is fantastic. Yeah. It's also no, very. I know I took my own horn, but come on. <laughs> four, four two together. A brutal fight which results in a fatality takes place in the Aperture Science Labs. Portal Combat. Nice. Yeah. Love it, love it. For free, it's getting tense. <gasps> it's getting tense. I shouldn't give away free that more. I fucked it. I fucked shouldn't it. give away the, the secret tip of getting your mind in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what swung it for me. Mind games. <laughs> Set sail with some friends to pilfer some PG tips. Oh. <sighs> Tea of Thieves. It is Tea of Thieves. Uh, I was thinking Monkey Island. Gets the T one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Monk how can I make this work? Island. <laughs> oh, no. uh, five three, so Gav can't lose. Oh, fantastic! And it can be a draw. It's, it's nice. a good. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. <laughs> Race around in cars weighing approximately 0.03 ounces. <laughs> Oh, 0.03 ounces slash 0.002 pounds, oh if that helps, God, depending if you're metric really. or... <laughs> How much would that weight be? Race around in cars weighing very little. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally cannot I, think of another unit of measurement. <laughs> oh. I don't even know what game it could be. Oh, no. Oh, oh, we had a moment. Yeah, I'm just thinking but... of racing games. That's all. So yeah. I'm just trying. Think to... of weight measurements. Think of yeah, what do you weigh? What weigh things then? Well, what did you say though? Ounces or pounds? He said both. It's um yeah. 0.03 ounces or 0.002 pounds is the exact measurement of what we're looking for. <laughs> I can't think of anything else other than yeah. Whatever. Would, would what be... would you measure like flour in? No gram. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's that. If that helps, what well, I think of is burnout okay. uh, needs. Speed. I'll give you. I'll give you a. Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna kick yourself. Gonna oh, kick Gran yourself. Turismo! It is Gran uh, Turismo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There good. we go. Very good. These are good. These are good questions. I like them. Thanks, Mark. We've got one more. Dale okay. needs for the tie. Okay, it's five four. <laughs> <laughs> this one's very much hit its target audience. All right. An episodic point-and-click adventure in which you invade... Point-of-click is maybe a little misleading. Okay. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure in which you evade zombies who are preoccupied with pleasuring themselves. <laughs> the Wanking Dead? It is the Wanking <laughs> Dead, yes. <laughs> oh, they know me well. They got me. I don't mind getting the draw on that. I don't mind the draw on that. There we go. That's hey, if I'm going to lose, I want to lose to the best. <laughs> Can that be the well, name of the episode thing as well, by the way? <laughs> no one loses. No, I'm not putting that at all. <laughs> oh, good, good game, good game. Mm. Uh, let's get on. We got, we got a lot of feedback. We're going... Thank you so much for all your, your um, <laughs> drowning slash near drowning stories. Mm. We're going to dedicate some time to that in the near future, but we don't feel that this week is the best time to be doing that. What the fuck For are you what may about? seem <laughs> obvious reasons. I don't even know how we got on to the near drowning uh, stories It now. was Joe at the end of an episode just said, 
Tell oh, us about yeah. times you nearly drowned. Right. Just yeah. out of nowhere. So, but yeah. this time we've got we've got a mixture of feedback. Okay. We've got a little bumper section for some okay. stories, including some horror stories from holidays. So, mm. Joe, kick it off. Joe? Joe? Sorry, Dale. What? Joe's not here. Joe's <laughs> not <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is from JD. And he says, Greetings from Wisconsin. I can't believe it's finally happened. A random tangent of the iGen UK podcast has finally perfectly intersected with my life. My grandparents owned an emu farm. We're about, <laughs> fuck's sake, we're about oh, 10 Oh, Gab, to in case you didn't know, sorry. Dale was terrified we've discovered of emus and ostriches. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Like, yeah. You never know what they're going to do. Exactly. They make eye contact yeah. with you and they're, they're the yeah, same I'm height as you. Sure. It's freaky. And they just run <laughs> out. Anyway. Um, where are we? Uh, my grandparents owned an emu farm where about 10 to 12 emus lived for most of my childhood. As my grandparents lived quite close, I was often... I was often over there quite often and was always told to stay away from the beasts as they would crush my schools with their feet before I could close the gate behind in their pens. Yes, you can quote my grandpa on that one. Nonetheless, my grandpa frequently entered the enclosure to feed them and retrieve eggs without being, with any harm being done to him. One day, in my earnest youth, I asked my grandpa, how, did, how come you get to go near the emus and I don't? He, repl- <laughs> he replied because I show no fear. If I was intimidated or showed weakness, they would surely peck my eyes out. That's the problem, see? I'm terrified of them. They'd kill me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than heed-, heed my grandfather's wise words, I took it as a challenge. One unforgettable summer day, the whole family was visiting for a holiday. So naturally, I took a couple of cousins and we headed straight for the emu pen. And well, all the cousins remember the following moments differently, but I know what I saw. An emu, an emu approached my older cousin inquisitively, slowly and merely curious. Then my cousin flinched with for no good reason. The emu then pecked at his shoulder, leading my cousin to scream as though the emu had sliced him open like a velociraptor. We, we expedited our little selves out of the pen, thinking our experience was over. Except, being children, we forgot to lock the pen behind ourselves. The remainder of the day was spent with the kids inside the house, watching all our parents try to wrangle the escaped emus and bring them back to their pens. None of us were ever allowed to so much approach the emus again. Not that any of us particularly <laughs> wanted to. Hope you all enjoy the story, regardless if you read it on the podcast or not. I understand you may not want to give Dale nightmares. <laughs> thanks, cheers. Uh, thanks for existing and bringing a smile to our faces. Whether we're a person who wants a Snyder Cut or a person that rightfully thinks a Snyder Cut will be quite bad. <laughs> Ah, um, Dale, would you rather fight a clicker or an emu in real life? Uh, a clicker, because they can't see you. So, like, it's fine as long as I'm quiet. Chance. Yeah, more Fair of a chance. As long as I'm quiet, I can avoid them. Emus, like, they smell Good my fear. They smell my fear immediately. So, I love it. <laughs> Good. Uh, next up, we have two pieces of feedback from Robert Clark, who gave us two great holiday disaster stories. Uh, I'll read the first one, then Cav will do the second. So this is from Rob's... Rob? Robert? I don't know what you want to be known as. I'm going out with Rob. Uh, trip to Thailand with his mate Jimmy, and his lesson learned that you should never go on holiday for a month with someone whose name is Jimmy. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Yeah. But we'll find out. There you go. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, so they got bored of doing the uber touristy bits of Thailand and headed out to Khao Sok National Park and stayed in the jungle. After our Pennine snapper fish, we felt adventurous and asked the hotel if they could set us up on something cool. Ever so quickly, they asked us to get back in the back. They asked us to get in the back of a van and took us out through Jurassic-looking jungle out to a strange rubber plantation. (laughs) (laughs) They whistled over a fourteen-year-old boy and simply said, "This is Mr. Pop," (laughs) and he. (laughs) 
and he's going to take you up the mountain and into the caves. He pulled out a machete <laughs> and made us two walking staffs so we could descend the mountain. Why we followed a 14-year-old boy up into the mountains who didn't speak any English, other than watch, is beyond me. <laughs> Mr. Pop. I can't believe his name's Mr. Pop. I keep thinking of Panda Pops. Um, <laughs> In my head, Mr. he's very Pop. much like Chadley right now. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pop gave us a bottle of water and sent us up. About halfway, we were exhausted, and this didn't feel like a normal tourist adventure. All of a sudden, Mr. Pop yelled, Watch! <laughs> and pointed to the ground and all you could see was a gaping hole that you couldn't see the bottom of there was only a meter or so wide jimmy said wouldn't it be funny if you fell down there mint my nickname is minty because my name is robert backwards and that's treble mints nice little detail there um okay <laughs> i nervously laughed dripping with sweat I moved up beyond it and all of a sudden my walking staff snapped in two and the ground was soaked from rainfall from the previous night and I quickly slipped down into the hole, into the ground, holding onto just a tree root to Jesus. stop me going all the way in. Fucking this sounds horrible. Yeah. It sounds like Uncharted. Um, it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> it does sound... Um, <laughs> whereas Jimmy had collapsed laughing and was of no help as I yelled for help, Mr. Pop came sliding down the mountain, like on back, <laughs> and held on to my forearm. Yes. I remember looking... <laughs> I remember looking up at him like Frodo did with Sam in Mordor. <laughs> Mr. Pop had some insane strength and pulled me out with a smile on his face, said nothing, and just laughed and lit up a leafy cigarette and took us deep into the caves. <laughs> After the cave trip, it started to rain, and we had to get down quickly via ropes attached to trees. This sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to a jungle base camp and had coffee from bamboo shoots and sat in the van, looking like we'd just been through 28 days later. And a bunch of Americans said, did you guys trip down the mountain or something? Did you go to the caves? We said, yes. How are you guys looking so fresh? Turns out there's a light path all the way into the caves, and we had just taken a unique route. <laughs> we went kayaking downstream for a few hours, and then we returned to the hotel looking deathly and asked, out of interest, how many people have done that trip from this hotel? Turns out we were the first, and they just wanted to give some tip money to Mr. Pop, who Aww. was there for work experience. They're <laughs> like, Mr. Pop has been dead for ten years. That's what I was hoping for. I was really hoping that they turned around and he wasn't there, and he was a figment in their imagination. Wow. Uh, Mr. Pop, I wonder what he's doing now. <laughs> Probably more of those tours. Yeah. More of this. More of this, really. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this guy has got two. I've got another one. All right, here we go. Uh, okay. He says, try and keep it shorter. It's, it's very long. Um, it says, basically, we were told in Chiang Mai the party stopped about 1 a.m., but we didn't believe it and tipped the tuk-tuk driver to take us somewhere different. He's rock and roll through and through. He's like, <laughs> the party's always going on when yeah. Minty's about. Um, <laughs> at first, Pop. he just took us to an abandoned warehouse with a load of Westerners, and after shocking the Americans with how British gents like to dance at <laughs> the party, we got into another tuk-tuk. Jimmy lost his second phone of the trip, which was my work phone I'd given him as backup. Tuck Tuck driver took us to what looked like a pharmacy and there was lights on. I was slightly nervous about what may happen. We realised there were no Westerners there and this was perfect. 
a, a party in a pharmacy type building we were led upstairs to a small purple lit room that reminded me of vice city nightclub we were shown drink menus that were like 20 pound a drink and i knew this was going wrong already loads of girls jumped on jimmy and he was <laughs> lost in there so i tried <laughs> to get jumped on <laughs> lost in there <laughs> <laughs> so i tried to get him out and a huge bouncer stopped me from leaving the room i had to do something so i pretended to be from interpol uh, this is bullshit yeah and suggested it's he move out of the way for his sake I have no idea how it worked, it did. That's in the band or the actual organisation. I mean, Interpol, have you heard of us? Like, no, because no one fucking has. Um, I I grabbed Jimmy and ran out the door and shouted tuck-tuck at the first car I seen in angst. Turns out that was a sports car and all of a sudden the blacked out windows rolled down and there were gorgeous ladies in the back. The mood changed what very quickly story? as a small man jumped out of the car donning a red and black leather jacket and had Park. many necklace beads. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, Mr. Pop is my father. <laughs> Just call me Pop. Um, mini Pop. I had, Ice Pop. I had many options racing through my... Oh, wait, I know. Have I read up? But yeah. He grabbed me. Uh, and, and and I apologise immediately but he shouted tuck tuck have you seen this car I realised made a massive error in my rush to get away and understandably he was annoyed he went to pull out a Glock pistol <laughs> I had to push him further up the car to stop him I knew it was a Glock pistol because I'm an old CS gamer and I'd fired one in Estonia <laughs> I, I, you, I took it out of his hands and I dismantled it immediately this, this, <laughs> what you sounded to start quite partridge yeah <laughs> He said, oh, you're no professionals. I'm, he's yeah. like, I'm not. I'm making a shitload back home at IT support. There's, there's no way is this guy not working in IT support, let me tell you. Um, I had many options racing through my head. Stop him with force, because he's also a black belt. He hasn't mentioned it. Uh, black belt in four different types of martial arts. Um, stop him with force, not really an option in that situation with all those people. Um, or shout for Jimmy for backup. I look back and Jimmy is drunk chatting to what appeared to be a gangster's rottweiler with pointy spikes around its neck. So I thought, humour, humour is the way. Mate, I tell you what, could have done with a bit of humour in these two fucking stories. Um, I whispered whispered into the furious man's ear, what did the Mexican say when he threw his wife off the cliff? A long, extremely long pause occurred and I yelped, tequila. There was further pause, then an explosion. The, he's done the joke wrong as well. Then an explosion of <laughs> laughter over him and nervously from me. He pat me on the back and said, You English guys are crazy. I like it. Offered us lift home, and we politely declined and made our way home. That's, that's the end of it. How much of, that, how much of that do you think happened? Short route to didn't happen, I think, on all of that. Maybe, he, maybe they went proof. to Thailand. <laughs> I want a picture of Mr. Pop. There's no way you didn't take a picture of Mr. Pop. <laughs> good uh, well done those are some holiday stories we will we're running out of time here but there are more of those which we will get around to next week i promise, I do how, promise. how did they start who's who's horrible hor- holiday story did they start because <sighs> they're like out of all my friends that like, you i actually go on holidays you've had hard holiday stories but no you no. just go on holiday no you you go on a lot of holidays that's that's mm. not unfair to say is it like uh, you, you, you go on like yeah, yeah. So you must have had some wild ones. I actually can't think of anything, but I'm going. Hopefully, I'm going to Bali in September. We'll see if that actually happens. So maybe I'll have some stories then. Yeah, you, you might meet Mr. Pop. You might <laughs> mis- meet Mr. Pop. But yeah. yeah. So how did this start? Whose whose story did this start? I think with? Joe just uh, suggested it. Oh, okay, just yeah. Yeah, it might have come from another piece of feedback. I think it might have been someone might have had a drowning story. 
it was linked to a bad holiday. Oh, yeah, that, I think that's what it was. And it went on yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it, boys. This, love is it. What, this is what this podcast is now, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's good. Ah, uh, oh, well, that was great, oh, well, that, that was a pleasure. It was, it was nice to have you back. Thank you for having me on, boys. Any time, honestly. Cool. Well, you know, don't Except for when you're working and stuff. Yeah. Except for when I got <laughs> stuff on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, should we have a bit of last of us music because yeah. the last of us has great music that's my opinion if you want more <laughs> you come back next on week <laughs> see ya It's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialised in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?